Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Andre Tyson. Today I have a very exciting episode. I'm going to be talking about the three pillars of health. And before I, I jump into it, I was talking to a couple of my listeners about this particular topic and we're just saying how important it is to have that perfect balance between all three and what we do at one affect the other two. And so we get this job as trying to keep that perfect balance and when we don't, then we feel like our entire world come crashing down on us. So let's get into it. So these pillars are financial, spiritual and physical. All three pillars have to be perfectly balanced and in perfect alignment with the individual or else the person will fall and their world will come crashing down on them because the remaining two pillars are just not strong enough to support the individual. Each pillar is unique in its own way in which they are very independent of each other but are very supportive of one another because each one is relying upon the other pillar to do their job. When they don't, and that create an imbalance and nothing can make up for that which is missing or lost. Because each pillar have their own strength and weaknesses and they're very unique by themselves. Life however is about balance. Without balance everything would be unstable including the person who's trying to stay balanced, firm and strong. This is why it's very important to have a firm foundation that is grounded and rooted in discipline, principle and self-control. This will determine the overall health and well-being of such person. Just like with a building, so it is with a person. The human being, however, is way more complex, way more advanced, unique and intelligent in so many ways than anything else in the universe, which is made up of all these amazing qualities, gifts and abilities. Studies have shown that we're only operating on only 10-20% to of our brain. Even with all these components, there are things that will determine the overall health and well-being of such person. That is why these pillars are very important. A great example to describe what this would look like is a tripod that holds your camera. To get a perfect shot, all three legs have to be on the same level and height. And if it's not, you can always adjust them to have that perfect balance to get the perfect shot every time. So the first pillar we're going to look at today is finance. If your finances are not in a healthy place, it affects every aspect of your life. That will have a ripple effect on the overall health and well-being of who you are. Here are the many signs and symptoms of what an unhealthy finances look like. Always stressed out, lack of motivation, depression, no sense of direction, uncertainty about the future. When anyone is in this state, both mentally and emotionally, it's very challenging to stay focused on the things that are very important in your life. Because of the lack of finance, it put a limit on the things you're able to do and the places you're able to go. It's like you're in a box and you can only operate within that space. When you're in such environment, it also affects your access to things of value, which is of great importance in the years to come, like housing, food, education, medicine, and a safe place where you can grow and live life to the fullest. Thanks to technology, we get to see the different countries around the world whose financial situation is really bad. Even though we live in the 21st century, some of these places still don't have access to clean water, 
food or medicine. Actually, I can relate to some of these places because growing up as a child on the island of Jamaica, my family wasn't financially stable, but we were grateful for the little that we had. I was poor and I didn't know it because everyone around me was in the same situation and status. I slept on the floor with my cousin because her house at the time just wasn't big enough. I remember only having one pair of shoes from time to time. I would miss school for a couple of weeks, sometimes months, because I, was I would walk barefoot all the time and by doing so, I would get a cut on the bottom of my foot by either a broken glass or rusty nail. I would wait until it was fully healed before I head back to school. I see firsthand the burden and the stress it caused to provide and how by being in a good place financially can improve the quality of your life. In order to thrive and be a contributing member of society and the community from which you came, you have to be financially sound, firm and strong. This would require such person to get a job or start your own business that pays you very well and compensate you for the work that you put in. It definitely put that individual in a good state of mind in which reduce stress but put your mind at ease where you become responsible to take care of all your responsibility because at the end of the day all those bills aren't going to get paid by themselves and especially when you have family that is dependent upon you to supply all their needs until they are mature and get married and move out on your own so they can experience this for themselves the same concept, however, I just mentioned also exists in nature. When the animals are young, this could be the little baby sparrow who sits in the nest, to the baby sheep or goat in the barn. The parents are the ones supplying all their needs by making sure they have something to eat, watching over and protecting them from predators because they are not able to defend or care for themselves. However, as soon as the kids are grown up and show a sign that they are mature and reach the point where they can take care of themselves, then the responsibility and the burden is taken off the parents and it's up to them to be the provider. It's either sink or swim, do or die. Only time will tell if all that training pays off. Most of the time, things do work out because they will only be doing the very thing they were taught. Train a child in the way they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. This is one of the main reasons why most kids whose family who have wealth train their kids everything they need to know when they are young so they can take over and continue the family brand, the family name, and the legacy. And so their kids also train their kids to do the same and continue that legacy for years to come which is called Generation Wealth. Some of these companies or business are well-known companies that we do business with day in and day out. It could be Walmart, Johnson & Johnson Hotel, Ein's Tomato Ketchup, The Hilton Hotel, the list goes on. But you get the idea. Just like how physical exercise is very important to maintain good health, financial exercise is equally if not more important which require a lot of work day in and day out because things are always moving and changing at such a fast rate 
The only way to stay ahead of the game is to stay up to date with the information. That is why rich people as a financial advisor to make sure things are always in good standing. And if it isn't, they advise their client on what changes they need to make to get there. This is the same reason why you get a professional to do your taxes because they know the rules of the game. And if they don't, they spend years in school learning to stay up to date on all the changes with the tax code so you don't get in trouble with the IRS or the government because many have tried to do such, such things which always end in disaster or failure or in jail, business closed down, wage garnishment, etc. In order to have a strong financial foundation, one has to ensure that they are always taking the necessary step that are required to have and maintain such pillar. Some of these principles are self-control, self-discipline on a person of principle and character who is hungry for information and knowledge and a sponge for information that require that specific need in having a support system in place which is made up of people who are well equipped who knows the rules of the game that can guide and direct them in the right direction. It would be great to start when one is young but it's never too late to get in the game as long as you're willing to learn. You just have to get started and make all the necessary changes you need and when you're off balance you can always make the adjustment to stay on course so you can be balanced and perfectly aligned with the other two pillars because what you do affect the other two pillars. A friend in need is a friend indeed. Never be afraid to ask for help because that is how you learn. Here are some characteristic and quality of what a good steward is in terms of trying to maintain that perfect financial pillar. This is someone who's a great manager. He manages everything that is in his care. He makes sure that everything is accounted for. He's someone who is responsible. He takes care of all of the important priorities in his life. He's someone who has mastered the art of self-discipline. He doesn't spend in his money on things that are meaningless, but on things that is of great value. He is someone who is in control of every aspect and detail of the whole household finances. He doesn't spend his money foolishly, but are cautious about the affair of his household and not so easily swayed by the latest and greatest things, but only on what's needed and not on unnecessary things. This is what the richest man in Babylon had to say about money and wealth in terms of trying to make sure that you have that financial pillar that is firm and strong. Here are the seven cures for a lean purse. Cure one, in your quest to make your purse fat, of every $100 you make, save 10% by spending the 90%. Two, control the expenditure. Make a budget and stick to it. Only buy the things that are necessary. Buy only the things that you need and not only the things you want. Make that goal multiply. In order to make your money multiply, double and triple in size, it's best if you invest, which will have a greater return in the end. Guard thy treasure from loss. Invest in stock or things that are less risky 
than are things that are more aggressive where your losses are much greater. This requires wisdom and help from those who are more qualified in this field. Make your home a dwelling. Own your own home instead of renting. And seven, ensure a future income. Put a life insurance policy in place so in the likelihood should you pass away, your family will be taken care of. And increase the ability to earn while one is young. Don't waste your younger years of your life because deep down inside, there's an old man or woman who's dependent upon you to make the right choices. So be wise and choose correctly because the other two pillars are counting on you to do the same. And this concludes the first pillar that I just mentioned on finance. And you can see how by making sure that your finances are in the right place, that you have to be someone of great character with all these discipline factored in place and always trying to make sure that you're wise with the decision that you make and also too it's never too late to get started if you're off balance you can always make those necessary changes that you need to make so that way your pillar is strong and if at, at times you feel like you're off balance that's where you get help from a professional but at the end of the day if this pillar is out of whack or it's not in line with everything else, it definitely affects the other two pillars that are very important in your life. So this concludes this segment on financial. My next episode that I'm going to record is going to be about the spiritual pillar and how that pillar, if it's not perfectly aligned, how it would affect your finance and your physical. So that's it for today. Thank you guys. I appreciate all my listeners. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.